This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Hi, I'm Olivia Quinn. And I'm Harianto Diman. Welcome to The Straits Times, the big story podcast where we analyse key issues with our journalists and guest experts. Professor Teo Yik Ying joins us now. He is the Dean of the Saw Sui Hock School of Public Health at the National University of Singapore. Welcome, Professor. Prof Teo, Singapore's first COVID-19 hospital cluster has grown to 13 people. How concerning is the situation for you? Thank you for having me back. So yes, the COVID-19 cluster at Tan Tok Sek Hospital is worrying since this is the first time a cluster has emerged within the hospital. And it should be highlighted that ever since the start of the pandemic, our hospitals have been remarkable in ensuring very little transmission happening within the hospital setting from patients to healthcare workers, between healthcare workers or between patients. So right now, Tan Tok Seng Hospital will proceed to swap test all the employees in the hospital and not just those working or connected to the two wards that have been locked down. This is after all a hospital that together with the National Center for Infectious Disease have been very much at the front of the front lines and the healthcare workers have especially been trained to handle such outbreaks. And as such, this really serves as a reminder that even the best defense can be breached. And we now need to understand how and why, and then to make sure that this doesn't happen again. Singapore's approach throughout the pandemic has always been one that is humbling and pragmatic. We never think that we can get it right all the time. There will be some mistakes made and some policies that we need to tweak along the way. But if we know that there are gaps, we make sure that those gaps are plugged. So really, in the fight against infectious diseases, especially COVID-19, we cannot afford to let our gut down and to think that we have successfully overcome the coronavirus. Right. Well, the hospital is one of, you know, several new cases that Singapore has seen. Right now, uh, the new clusters seem to be contained at TTSH and the Westlight Woodlands Dormitory. But the other new cluster involves an ICA officer with seven other cases linked to him. MOH said transmission likely happened when these eight people met for a meal. So, Professor, should tighter measures be reimposed for social gatherings? So, we have always said that meal gatherings are one of the riskiest social activities that we can indulge in with COVID-19 hovering around. And this is really why Singapore has been very cautious at relaxing the number of people allowed to come together for social activities. If Singapore has allowed 10 or 12 people to come together for meals or other social activities, one infected person can potentially spread to nine or 11 others. And this is really why we have been reluctant. However, I do not think that we need to reimpose tighter measures for social gatherings just because we have seen this one cluster. Mm. What is important at this stage is to make sure that all the contacts of those infected people are now identified and quarantined. And even those who know that they may have been in contact with those quarantined also monitor their own health or perhaps even go on a leave of absence temporarily. And I think this is how we minimize any secondary or even tertiary chains of transmission. But we do not need to re-tighten our measures just because of this current one cluster. Professor, several of the recently reported cases were fully vaccinated and had mild symptoms like we saw in the TTSH nurse or no symptoms like the cleaner at the Tua South Community Care Facility. So what's the mindset vaccinated people should adopt when they develop symptoms associated with COVID-19, however mild they can be? I think we have heard time and time again that 
it's very important that people know that vaccination can reduce your chance of being infected, but vaccination can never completely prevent you from being infected. So in other words, someone who is vaccinated can still be infected, especially if he or she is working or living in an environment where the risk of being exposed to the coronavirus is high. So no matter whether you are vaccinated or not, if you develop symptoms that seemingly feel like COVID-19, such as a fever, dry cough, or unexpected tiredness, or even loss of taste or smell or a sore throat, please avoid going to crowded places or even going to work. And if your symptoms persist, give your GP a call before visiting him or her. And those who have yet to be vaccinated, please do not see this as a sign that vaccination doesn't work. Vaccination works very well. And globally, we have seen how vaccination has actually worked tremendously well and successfully to cut down the number of transmission and hospitalizations. Well, Professor, we know community cases are on the rise. 16 reported yesterday, a nine-month high in local numbers. Most have been linked to previous cases, but what's more worrying are the unlinked cases, right? Yes, because the unlinked cases are really the ones that, that reflect something that's happening in the community, but we don't actually know what is wrong and where these cases are coming from. And those are the worrying ones. So when we know that cases are linked, we can actually proceed to perform the contact tracing isolate and quarantine those who have been exposed, minimize those movements and interactions with other people in the community. So even if we do have a few cases who subsequently spread it to their context, we stop any further spread through our contact tracing, our isolation and testing protocol. But the problem comes when we have unlinked cases because it means that there are multiple fires that are burning in the community to start and trigger these unlinked cases, but we don't actually know where these fires are and how the people are getting infected. And this is actually why the travel bubble between Singapore and Hong Kong is very much dependent on the number of unlinked community cases rather than simply on the number of community cases. The, the unlinked community cases actually provide a much truer reflection of the situation in the community. So at the moment, I would say that the situation in Singapore is worrying definitely because we are seeing more cases than we are a month ago and we need to be on our guard. But I will put aside any fears at this point in time that we will return to another circuit breaker situation. Professor Teo, thank you as always for coming on the show and sharing your insights with us. We've been speaking with Professor Teo Yik Ying, Dean of NUS's Saw Sui Hock School of Public Health. That was an SPH podcast by The Straits Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sph.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times, The Business Times and Money FM 89.3.